0: Hello and
1: welcome to Transmissions from Tatooine episode 48, the show that covers all the Star Wars films, TV shows, books, comics and more, in no apparent order. I'm your host, Ollie here with our other fantastic host, J.M.
0: Hey everyone.
1: And today we're going to be talking about The Bad Batch, episode 9, Bounty Lost.
0: This is Transmissions from Tatooine,
1: coming to your database from, well... Not, not as we actually uh so yeah overall what did you think of the episode
0: yeah it was uh it was good in terms of action and it was also it also had a lot of plot related stuff
1: Yeah, I think sort of the big takeaway from this episode is, like, the reveal about Omega, isn't it? Yeah. Um, Who she is and what makes her so special and also sort of clearly seeing what the Kaminoans' plan, for you know, what they're going to do with Omega is. And, yeah, it's uh, not the nicest, (laughs) is it? Like, it's kind of funny because in Attack of the Clones, they seem sort of very innocent, like, they don't really... Like, they have no idea that they're being controlled by the Sith or anything like that. Yeah. And they seem pretty sort of nice and genuine, whereas here they are pretty pretty clearly the villains. Um, like, you know, um, they are definitely out to get Omega and, um... Yeah, they sort of, and I feel like the way they see the clones as property rather than as, you know, human beings, um, you know, that alone sort of makes you the villain. Um, And, yeah, I mean, sort of with the exception of Nala Se, um, who we'll get to a bit later, uh, she seems to actually care... For Omega, um, but the rest of
0: them, just brutal. <laughs> They're very. They see it as their creation and mm. treat however they like.
1: Yeah, I I guess, but you know. Yeah. Still not nice. Yeah. You can't justify that sort of thing. If you own a dog, that doesn't mean you have the right to kick that dog whenever you want or whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, Cameron Owens, not people I'd love to meet anytime soon. Um, and uh, yeah, so shall we dive into some of the stuff we've got to talk about this week? Yeah. All right, so the first thing um, I've got, I think, will probably be quite a quick one, but um, it's what planet is that? Like cloud planet, that, um, the the uh, the like the hunt between Cap'n and Fennec Shand takes place on, because uh, it's this sort of cloud planet that looks a lot like Cloud City. Um, And what do you think? Is it part of Cloud City?
0: Um, um, wait, how many years does this take place after... Wait, no, that takes place after... Wait, this takes
1: place, like, weeks after Revenge of the Sith.
0: Yeah, so... It could be. It could be. Um,
1: yeah, I... No, I don't think it can because um. In Cloud City is in the Bespin system, yeah, and I'm pretty sure at one point in the episode they say that the like a mega s- signal is coming from like the Lido system or the Lido Ooh. system something like that, don't oh, they? Yeah, yeah um, It does look a lot like Cloud City though, doesn't it? Yeah, like you know, it, I sort of when we first started the episode, I, you know, did think, Oh, is that Cloud City? Or like a different part of the planet, um yeah. But yeah. And what even is that place? Because like it's sort of the same architecture style and stuff as Camino.
0: Maybe it's a different planet that they Found and built there.
1: Yeah, it just lips and everything. You know, it's old and grimy and abandoned. Yeah. Um. So yeah, and those like weird mutilated experiments in the tubes—they were pretty gross. So what was going on with those? (laughs) Um, Yeah. Because I'm like imagining some sort of. Horror story where <laughs> the, the mutant aliens all woke up and turned evil, and everyone had to evacuate the city because the evil mutant aliens were taking over. <laughs> yeah, that that's my headcanon.
0: Maybe, um, since this is all, this looks all deserted, and maybe the people on Destin might have first settled down over right here. yeah Maybe i get the that feeling promises. that it
1: was a kaminoan facility and you know to city is basically all
0: kaminoans and clones and
1: that's it isn't it
0: if kaminoans around the facility won't you think they'd still be running it that like it's. I mean, it could it could be because um, uh, Nala say chose it as a rendezvous point, so yeah.
1: it could be. Yeah, I get the feeling that it was, uh, and this is you know all my theory. There's no, uh, like you know, I don't know anything or whatever. Yeah, but um, I get the feeling that it was once a Kaminoan facility where they were doing, like, these top-secret experiments with the mutant
0: aliens. Maybe Um, they were testing what kind of species should be the clone or something? I don't know. I don't know. It looked, you
1: know, pretty sinister, and the fact that they weren't doing it on, like, Topoca City makes me think that, you know... They, they were doing something they didn't want most people to know about.
0: Yeah, so it's kind of weird that it looks very similar to Bespin.
1: Yeah, I, I don't know. I think, yeah, I don't know why they went for a, a cloud, cloud planet. It seems to just be. Rehashing Bespin, doesn't it?
0: But maybe we're thinking too much. Maybe it's just a yeah, just another they just might another have, cloud planet. yeah, they might have been a bit lazy on the design of the environment and Yeah, everything.
1: I mean, this is like the Clone Wars team, and yeah, I don't think you can call the Clone Wars team lazy. Uh, it's not,
0: I'm not calling them lazy, just maybe a bit, just like if I was, I mean I can't say anything but they might have copied it and didn't, it doesn't mean anything more than that, just another place.
1: Yeah, I mean, you know, it. I, I agree with you that there probably is nothing to read into it. <laughs> But it does just seem like a bit of a rehash. Yeah. Um, but then, you know, Disney does seem to copy quite a lot of um, planets from the other films. You know, in Force Awakens, you've got the desert planet, the forest planet and the snow planet, um, mm-hmm. which are like the three planets that you see in the original trilogy. Um. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I mean, the Last Jedi that had some really good original planets, and it didn't it. Like that had Crate, which is this salt mineral planet with the red dust underneath, and then you had Kanto Bite, which may or may not be the best um place ever thought up. Um, but I I don't I don't have anything against the. Canto bite scenes um but some people really don't like them i think they're fine they're not my favorite part of the movie but uh yeah a crate though is awesome isn't it like yeah very hard to beat the battle of Crate. um i think definitely out of the new new trilogy um Crate is probably the coolest sequence we've had, or at least the coolest planet. Um, yeah, I don't know. Do you reckon Battle of Crate or Battle of Exegol, which was better out of the sequel trilogy films?
0: I have no idea what these planets look so
1: like.
0: The battle at the end of
1: The Last Jedi, or the battle at the end of The Rise of Skywalker?
0: At the end of Rise of Skywalker, wasn't it? You
1: know, when they went um to Exegol, where the, like, zombie emperor was... Um, oh,
0: so in terms of visual design and everything? Or... Just sort of general coolness, really. <laughs> um... I like um the one uh, at the end of The Last Jedi more than, in terms of how it looks, but...
1: Yeah, I when, think sort of visually, like, the, the red coming up from underneath, like, the, you know, connotations of danger below and stuff, that's all
0: really cool. Yeah, but um, then at the end of The Rise of Skywalker, it was just, you know, just rain and it was kind of dark everywhere.
1: Yeah, you I know. mean, I think the end of The Rise of
0: Skywalker, like, in in that battle,
1: that has sort of all the, like, emotional resonance, doesn't it? Like, yeah. Like, you're it's bringing more, back...
0: It's more about the stuff that happened in the... The planet. Yeah. Um, like, you know, the planet is
1: an ice planet with some lightning on it. Yeah. Um and some absolutely massive Sith (laughs) statues, um, but, yeah, I feel like the, the Battle of Exegol has sort of all this emotional stuff, but that's sort of all built up by having all of these old ships and old characters come back, and, like, the tension of the end of the Skywalker saga, um, and, like, you know that moment where the X-wing flies around, uh, like Poe's x flies around, and then you just see all those ships led by the Millennium Falcon. That is just like a jaw dropping moment, a, a jaw dropping mm. moment. That's a time twister. Just try saying that three times first. <laughs> jaw dropping, yeah. jaw dropping moment, jaw dropping moment, jaw dropping moment. <laughs> yeah, that. That's a tricky one to say. Uh, anyway, but yeah, like, that's a really cool moment. But then, you know, when all the ski speeders come out and then you have that red dust all coming up behind them. Yeah. That's also a really, really cool moment. Like, it's so, so memorable. Yeah. Yeah, I think, oh, yeah, really hard to pick. But then, like, Battle of Freight does have a lot of, emotional stuff with you know the <coughs> Luke v Kylo fight and then seeing Luke die but sort of peacefully not like Han Solo who was sort of you know although it's pretty clear it was going to happen to what well, how old was I when that came out seven eight something like that uh, that was a pretty gut-wrenching moment when <laughs> Han gets stabbed by Kylo and. Uh, wow, we went way off topic there. Yeah. <laughs> um and yeah, the the next thing that I had was Omega being an unaltered clone, um which is sort of the big reveal of the episode. And what did you think of this? Yeah,
0: it's interesting. <laughs> uh, but, you know, how so, there's a lot of stuff. Initially, since I didn't know that um, the clone genetics degrade over time, uh-huh. um, initially I thought this wasn't much of a big deal. But since I know that now, it's it's interesting sim- because they needed to manufacture more clones and mm-hmm. better ones so yeah. they can... So the Empire would continue to employ them, (laughs) employ their clones. I think it's more sort of hiring
1: the clones out. I don't think the clones get much of a say in (laughs) it. Yeah, Um,
0: so it's... I feel like the Empire won't really take more clones, but it's the Kaminoans only. Only hope. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. I
1: I would agree. I mean, like we know that eventually the clones are all phased out of the Imperial Army and replace the stormtroopers. Yes. Um. But yeah, whether whether they um. You know. Whether whether they get Omega or not will be interesting to see. I don't think they will just because you know. Bad Batch is sort of a kid's show, really. (laughs) Um, And usually, the bad guys don't capture, steal the genetic material of the hero, and then murder them. (laughs) Uh, That doesn't normally happen in kid's shows. Don't remember that happening in Tom and Jerry. (laughs) Um, But yeah, I mean, I. Yes, Maybe they... another thing I find...
0: It... Sorry, you go ahead. Yeah, I was just saying maybe they might get hold of Omega, but she won't die, maybe.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think that it will probably end on failure because um, Omega's basically protected by plot armour. Yes. And um, then the we already know that the clones are phased out of the army so that eventually there are no clones so the Kaminoans are basically being set up to fail but um maybe there's
0: a twist or something we don't know
1: yeah the other thing I find interesting about this is that that basically moats Omega Boba Fett's sister (laughs) um (laughs) If you think about it.
0: Yeah. Um
1: and we uh in December are gonna be getting the book of Boba Fett and in this episode we literally have Boba Fett name dropped by um Tech. Yeah. So I'm wondering if there will be some relation to And
0: Fennec Shang. Yeah, short and
1: Fennec Shan's in both both shows. So yeah
0: yeah that could that could happen yeah and that
1: would be really cool i feel like my excitement for the book of boba fett just seems to sort of be slowly growing and growing and growing like when it was first announced like i thought it would be cool um but it it, like you know at the beginning of the end of last year beginning of this year we had like so many announcements because he had what was it, like the Disney Investors call where we got like ten, 10 different projects announced or whatever.
0: Yeah. Um, and I feel like the main the main factor that is you know, making you anticipate I don't know what's the right word. Uh the main factor that I think is making you. What? Um. You know, like the Book of Boba Fett. Or. Yeah. Um, you just continue. <laughs> I, I've got this. I think my brain short circuited. Are you a droid? <laughs> no. I don't think so. <laughs>
1: Hello, I am J. Human Cyborg
0: Relations.
1: (laughs) I am fluent in six million languages. (laughs) Not quite. I don't think. Yeah, no, definitely not. (laughs) Yeah, I'm not even sure there are six million languages on Earth. I know. Anyway, uh, but yeah, I feel like sort of just. it's something that I'm slowly getting more excited for because I feel like um, we got to see Boba Fett in The Mandalorian and particularly in that sixth episode of season two um, where uh, Boba Fett, uh, Baby Yoda gets kidnapped and that Boba Fett's just awesome. Yeah. Um, and so seeing that was really cool and then... Um, you know, now getting hints of both Fett and this is really exciting, and yeah, I just feel like sort of my excitement for for it just keeps building and building. Um, yeah. Whereas when it was first announced, like you know, I knew it was going to be cool, but it wasn't the show I was most excited for. If that makes sense, like yeah. I think I was probably more excited for see the acolyte or road squadron yeah um or kenobi or andor um which you know i'm still really looking forward to all of those um basically anything with the star wars logo on it i will uh i'll be watching um seeing <laughs> as i can get get my hands on it but yeah um yeah it's one that i'm really looking forward to but yeah. Uh and then sort of linking to this is sort of we now have a clear picture of what the Kaminoans plot is, don't we? Yeah. Um like we you know, it's sort of been hinted at before, but now that we know that Omega has like pure genetic material from Django Fett, uh and you know, the Kaminoans they want that because um that's sort of that as the clone dna is degrading they need her to get more of that dna to create more clones um and uh yeah and just like the way lama su is like you know once you've extracted the material or whatever it is he says um kill her uh like it's just yeah uh, it makes you really hate the canon at once (laughs) um like yeah i think i said it at the beginning of the episode but in attack of the clones they seem you know quite like quite nice peaceful aliens (laughs) but here they're just you know they're the villains Um, yeah they're
0: desperate so
1: yeah and it needs to be done I mean, you do even see it in Attack of the Clones, don't you? With uh, what's his face, who Obi Wan goes to see in the the diner, the uh, Dex Dexter's diner, <laughs> um, when uh, he says uh, when Obi Wan asks something like, "Are they friendly?" and Dex is like, "Depends on uh, how deep your pocket is," or something like that. Um... Because, I mean, you know, when, when Obi-Wan goes to visit, he's, he's there in to what they think is representing the order of 10 million clones. Um, and, you know, that's got to be a billion-dollar deal for them. <laughs> um, whereas the um, Omega... Uh, they are going to be rather brutal too because that's their only way to make money. Um, yeah. You know, easy to be nice to someone when they're giving you a billion dollars. A billion dollars. Um, yeah. But, uh, yeah. Um, basically, what you should take away from Bad Batch is that Kaminoans are evil. <laughs> um, <laughs> yes. That's the real story. That's the real reason why we got the Bad Batch. It wasn't because people were interested in the Bad Batch. It's not because of Omega's mysterious past and how she may or may not link to the Book of Boba Fett.
0: Yeah, only because the Kaminoans are yeah, evil.
1: Yeah, only because we need to see Kam- The Kaminoans are evil. All right, Lucasfilm, we busted you. <laughs> 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 uh, know but uh yeah um it they do just seem you know pretty horrible yeah <laughs> pretty horrible um and then sort of on the other side of that kaminoan coin <laughs> that unmarked credit um you have Nala Se and um, the way that she quite clearly disobeys um, Lama Su in this episode um with hire- her hiring Fennec Shand to rescue Omega um, and I find that sort of quite interesting because she obviously cares for Omega doesn't she like she helped Omega escape and pilot episode um yeah what do you what do you think it like does she really care for omega or does she have her own sort of motives or do you think she does just genuinely care for omega
0: um i think she genuinely cares for omega because um she when, at the end of the episode, when she was talking to Fennec Shand, mm-hmm. um Fennec said that she's, she didn't get Amiga, but is now with the Bad Batch and she's safe, so, yeah. um, Nala, say,
1: doesn't want to track her down. Yeah, she's... she says, Amiga is safe,
0: and trans has so.
1: Yeah, I mean, that that does make sense, yeah, because, like, she doesn't want to capture Omega herself. She just wants to keep Omega away from, you know, the psychopath who wants to rip out her genetic material <laughs> and murder her. Yeah. Um, which, uh, you know, makes sense. Um, <laughs> and, yeah, so I I would say that, yeah, I would... I would agree with that. She does seem to sort of just genuinely care for Omega. Yeah. But do you think she like actually cares for the the rest of the clones? Because um in I'm pretty sure she's in the fives arc, um, in Clone Wars season six, I think it was. Have you seen that?
0: No, I haven't seen any Clone Wars except the last few and the ones right yeah um yeah so
1: right but in that she I'm pretty sure it's her or someone who looks just like her but she's pretty pretty murderous there um yeah like she doesn't care about fives whatsoever um or fives friend as well uh, what was his
0: name um uh, were these people clones, or were they just other normal people? Clones. Oh. Um, um, yeah, maybe she's interested in Amiga. Yeah. Bodies. Maybe the Bad Batch as well, because they're different from all the other clones. Yeah, I, I don't know. Um. Just struck me as interesting,
1: yeah. right well uh do you have anything else you want to add before we wrap up Uh, no (laughs) all right then uh i don't really have anything to add either so thank you for listening to today's episode please be sure to follow and subscribe and if you could leave us a five-star rating or review uh wherever you listen to the show we'd really appreciate that because uh in the mysterious, unknown ways that the, um, the Apple algorithms yeah. work, uh, it does somehow really help the show. Um, yes. So if you could do that, we'd really appreciate that. Um, I already said follow and subscribe, didn't I? I really should have a script for this, I think. <laughs> um, five-star rating or review? Just do all of that. Um, yes, yeah, so if, if you could do all of that, that would be great. Uh, if you have a friend or family member who you think would really enjoy the show, uh, we'd also really appreciate it if you told them um, and got them to listen to the show. And, yeah, until next time, we have spoken.